my people are going to resonate with me. There's going to be that felt resonance. And I have experienced that enough times now that I'm just like, you know what? Don't try to force it with the people where that that's not there. I can wish them the best. We can coexist. We can collaborate in spaces where that makes sense, but we do not need to be besties. We do not need to be close. I do not need to win them over with my charm and magnetism. Therapy can be life-changing and wonderful, and it can also be, frankly, not all that helpful. As a therapist for over 12 years who now runs a whole team of amazing clinicians, I am far from anti-therapy, but I also became a certified coach because I didn't want to be limited in the kind of work I can do and who I can support. I'm Valerie Martin, aka Bad Bitch Therapist, and in this podcast, we're going to talk about the shit your therapist may not tell you, because real talk, not all therapists are good at their jobs, but also a lot of therapy training is rigid and outdated, and your therapist might not work in a way that actually challenges you. Without compassionate challenging, your growth will be limited. So if you're with me, let's bust out of the traditional psychotherapy box and talk about wellness and high performance in ways that will make an even bigger impact in your life. Let's fucking go. Hey y'all, welcome back to Shit Your Therapist Won't Tell You, such as entries from their high school journal. So we'll get back to that here in just a minute. But first, what I've been watching, reading, and loving lately. So I mentioned this on Instagram the other day that I started watching the show Dark on a recommendation from someone whose TV recs I very much trust. So I was like, okay, no, I mean, like, I'm going to be real honest. I wish that I were a more high culture person. I do not watch a lot of foreign things. So I was like, the prospect of watching an entire three-season show in German felt a little daunting, but I was like, I, I really trust this person's recommendation. I feel like I want to watch the show and I feel like the right way to do it is in German with the subtitles, not in the crappy English dubbing. I only say crappy because I assume all dubbing is relatively crappy. <laughs> so yeah, I started watching it by myself and then I got a few episodes in and I was like, oh my God, no. Chris has to watch this with me so that we can discuss it. So I started it over with him and now we're like six episodes in. So obviously no spoilers, but it is so freaking good. If you decide to watch it, watch it in the German with the subtitles. And also there is a website that Netflix made. I think it's like dark.netflix.io, something like that. If you just search dark Netflix website, you'll find it. And that way you can look at spoiler-free kind of maps because it gets a little complicated with families and timelines and all that. So you can look at it and tell it specifically what episode that you're on so that you don't get any spoilers. It's so good. So that's what I've been really, really loving watching recently. What I've been reading, you guys, I need an intervention. To be honest, I'm like in that phase where I'm like in the middle of 12 different books and not finishing them. So I might do a little bit of New Year's intentions around that soon. I'm recording this in December. So by the time you're listening to this, hopefully I will have an update on that for the next episode. 
But meanwhile, I am rereading on audio The Charisma Myth by Olivia Fox Cabane, and I just really love it. It's an incredible book. I might invite her on the pod because I just am really into the topic of charisma. And did you know that, was it Oxford? It was one of the big dictionaries. I think it was Oxford that chose Riz as the year of the word for 2023. What those Gen Z kids are saying when it comes to the thing you got, the charisma, the Riz. I'm probably not even using it right. I'm working on it, okay? <laughs> I'm trying. Which if you didn't catch my episode from earlier this year with Emerson Ryder, my Gen Z queen at the Gaia Center, it was really fun. Okay, and then I've been loving, among many things, Sweet Lauren's Chocolate Peppermint Cookies. Sweet Lauren is like a break and bake brand that you can get at like Target and Kroger and they are gluten-free and vegan and they taste so good like most people not to say that vegan baked goods are inherently not tasty or gluten-free but you know what i mean like sometimes you try them and you're like mm, okay this is fine <laughs> no these are good and the chocolate peppermint are like a dark chocolate cookie with white peppermint chips oh my god i'm like drooling thinking about it right now so good all right, now back to what I was going to say with my uh, journal entry from high school. And I, I guess for a little while, I had a bunch of journals. I think I was doing some loose leaf stuff. So this is just a loose leaf page here. If you're watching on video, you can see it with my cute little wording. It's in pencil, which like, I don't think I've written in pencil in so many years, but made it all cute. And yeah, I found this a few years ago and it just cracked me up because whose 16 year old self does not make them laugh and cringe at the same time so i thought it would be really fun to go through these 11 items and tell you what my 16 year old self thought and do i agree with that now and if i don't or if, if i do why and if i don't what would i change about it now as a 37 year old <laughs> so 20 plus years later okay so number one on this list i will read this list at least once a day and follow all the rules for a guaranteed fabulous school year <laughs> so i totally stand by that i think that rereading our intentions is super important so behind my where my computer is sitting right now on my desk i have a printout of val's deep life manifesto which is like my code my life and work rhythms my schedule blocking and batching my all of it is up so that i can see it every day because i absolutely still think that if we're not looking at what our wise self set up for us as far as our intentions and our goals on a regular basis, why the hell would we expect ourselves to continue to follow through with them consistently? So reading your list, reading your intentions on a consistent basis, I, I'm going to give a thumbs up to my 16-year-old self on that one. Number two, I will designate 4.30 to 5.30 p.m. every day to schoolwork, projects, books, etc. in addition to more time for homework assignments and extra studying. Nerd. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't like all the AP classes. That's really funny. I'm like, what, why did I, what else was I doing? I don't know. Sorry if y'all can hear my elderly cat crying. I might have to let him in here in a second. 
No, but what I love about this is like, hello, she's already blocking and batching that we do need to intentionally decide when we are going to do certain things. Because again, otherwise, if they don't exist on the calendar, they don't exist. And, and I know for some of us, that's maybe more true than others. For me, it is extremely true still to this day that if I really want to actually follow through with something, if I want to say make reading a priority, I need to physically put it on my calendar. So I love that one. And number three, I will push myself to my fullest academically and remind myself that all the teachers and know-it-alls aren't out to eat or intimidate me, (laughs) but also to push me further. Oh my God, if she was not a high-performance queen from childhood, yes. It's If you haven't listened to my, I can't remember exactly the title of the episode, but basically about high-performance, it was a solo app that I did earlier this fall, and I start talking about the uh, adult gifted children among us, so ooh, it's giving gifted child. But yes, obviously pushing myself to my fullest helping myself remember that you know people are not competition they're not trying to intimidate me they're trying to help me be better right and looking at that as motivation as inspiration hang on i gotta take care of this cat this is life as a podcaster when you have an elderly animal is sometimes there's just gonna be interruptions and sound effects and it's all good (laughs) okay so Yeah, I just, I really love this one and love seeing that sort of high performance energy and commitment to pushing myself and also challenging that notion of like these other people who I think are killing it or the ones who are pushing me, that they're not out to judge me or apparently to eat me either. (laughs) Okay, number four. I will put care and time into my hair, makeup, and clothing to feel comfortable and confident to catch people's eyes. And because school is the only place I can show off and express myself through my personal style. Uh, I love it. I am like so about this one. I mean, if you're watching the video of this or seeing a clip, you can see I've got my beautiful iridescent purple pink eyeshadow on. I have my heart fire hoodie on today. I did my brows. Like I I did go through a long period and frankly, I still really value the ability and willingness to just roll out of bed, throw on a t-shirt and, you know, go wherever, to brunch, to the store, like I I value the ability to just feel comfortable doing that and to not feel like I have to doll myself up or something and look polished at all times. However, I think during COVID, like I leaned hard, like a lot of us did, into the athleisure, into the like, who cares, basically. And I have found that especially in recent months, and really honestly, like doing this bad bitch therapist thing has kind of inspired me to be more expressive in my style. Like I'm wearing stuff that I feel great in. Sometimes I'm doing more things with my hair. I'm playing with makeup and and expressing myself in this way. So again, as much as I love the idea of just feeling comfortable without having to do stuff like that as well, I do notice that I feel often more powerful and more fully expressed when I am carving out that time. So I'm going to say that one is true for sure. Okay. Number five, 
I will keep a day planner religiously and write down all appointments, assignments, deadlines, quizzes, and tests all year. Okay, I mean, yes, we need that time management, right? We need that task management. And this is something that if you've been following me for a long time, you know that I have played with all of the tools, all of the planners, all of the task management systems, and it's become at points more of a hobby of tinkering and what what some might call plan procrastination than effective planning and task management. But I feel like in all my experimentation, I have come up with a system that works really, really well for me. And primarily I'm using TickTick integrated with my Google calendars and it feels so good to feel on top of that. I do like just a classic one page time block planner. And I made one of those, which is in my Hustle and Harmony bundle. If you are looking for that, you can find it on my website. But it's I like a simple one page view of the day, especially one that you could just have in front of you printed or on a tablet to write on. But the tick tick thing is really working for me. And at some point, I'll probably record either a podcast or a video or something showing how I use it. So stay tuned on that. But I mean, seriously, like, it really goes back to like, if it's not on your planner, it doesn't exist. If it's not, if it's not on your calendar, is it really something that you can call a priority? I just am such a big fan of intentional planning and bringing that into your day-to-day ritual, your weekly planning, your, you know, sort of quarterly big picture planning. And I always talk about how I love Cal Newport and he talks a lot about this. And, you know, like I mentioned earlier in my deep life manifesto, that really was inspired by Cal. Check out his deep life podcast episodes. Those are great. And I can't wait for the book on the subject, but it's that ability to zoom out and zoom in and be willing to adjust the plan as life happens rather than just throw the plan out entirely. So yes, I'm going to say we're five for five at this point. I mean, this is crazy. Okay. Number six, I will radiate confidence and kindness everywhere I go. I will not let the snobs intimidate me. I'll be a people magnet. I'm just like, so I'm like, I could cry right now how proud I am of this version of me. And listen, she still had a lot of painful shit that she was dealing with and and still needing to heal from. So this was not like, I have not had this shit on lock for all this 20 plus years since then but my heart has always been there, right? And that just feels so aligned and inspiring to me right now. So I'm just feeling a lot of gratitude for myself, TBH, like let's own it, right? But that radiance, that radiating confidence and kindness and being a people magnet and not letting people intimidate me, like fuck yes, right? All of that, the magnetism, the charisma, the radiance, those are things that, especially with, you know, stepping into my bad bitch therapist playground, like I've really been owning and supporting my clients and doing more fully. And it's just really exciting. So fuck yes to that one. Number seven, I will take good notes every day in class, then read through and highlight them that night and review them all at the end of the week. Okay, I think, I think obviously this is no longer like 100% applicable for me, though I will say 
when I am reading nonfiction, I am highlighting, I am annotating. I love doing that on paper. If I'm doing it on a Kindle, you know, I will highlight. I do love Ryan Holiday talked about, and this come, I think, I don't know if it comes specifically from the Stoic philosophy tradition, which he's sort of known for bringing into the modern era. I don't know if it's a Stoic idea or if it's just some somewhere in sort of history, the idea of the commonplace book, right? Of like, here's my book where, when I am reading whatever, if I want to bring an idea, a quote, something memorable that stuck with me from this learning, from this reading, I'm going to put it in my commonplace book. I have sort of a digital version of that in my Evernote where I can capture quotes and poems and things that I really love. And frankly, like I would like to do better with that. I would like to, when I'm going through something on Kindle, and this is a nice thing that I love about Kindle, is then I can pull it up on my computer on the Kindle app and grab copy and paste like the quote, the paragraph, whatever. And I can do that so easily right into my Evernote commonplace book. So yeah, I, I said no on this one just because I'm like, girl, every day, every day, read through, highlight them every night and review them at the end of the week. That's ambitious. I mean, and I'm here for ambitious, but also we have to be real about what's human scaled, right? What can, what actually it fits into my life and what am I setting unrealistically high standards or expectations for myself that is a setup for failure, right? And then feeling bad about yourself. So did my 16 year old self do that? I don't think so, but I have a shitty memory y'all, especially for that long ago. So I, I think I probably went through phases where I was doing that, but every night, Mm -mm, that was not happening, nor should it have been, frankly. <laughs> okay, number eight, I will be on time, all caps, to first period every day, and I try to get to school even earlier so I can socialize since I don't have any socializing classes. <laughs> I probably wrote that because of like, you know, my, my AP friends were different from my out-of-class friends, even though I love, I mean, I love that in high school I bounced around and P.S., in April, this coming April, I'm going to my 20th high school reunion. I did not go to the 10th. I was busy. So that's going to be real interesting. <laughs> but apparently I did not get to socialize a lot in class. That makes sense. And being on time, here for it, 100%. You know, and I'm working on, I like to try to get there even earlier piece because my one of my big goals that I'm living into is the ability to slow down, to create more space, to not be rushed so that even if I have a full schedule, a full life, I am not rushing from one thing to the next because I've built in that buffer and that white space. So I love the idea of getting places early because then even if there is a wreck on the way or whatever, I'm not stressed about it because I'm like, I built in 10 extra minutes. So I'm here for that one. Number nine. I will remind myself that not everyone is judging me. And if they are, they have a pathetic hobby, a low self-confidence, and will just end up a burger flipping fault finder. Okay, this is a little classist. I'm just gonna say, I did not probably know any better at that point, but I'm just calling her out now lovingly. We don't need to judge people who are flipping burgers, right? And the other aspects of this, like, yeah, not everyone is judging me. If they are, they have a pathetic hobby. True, right? Just like I don't want to judge people who are flipping burgers or doing whatever they are doing. I don't want to take on personally judgments from other people when they don't know my heart. And 
whoo, this has been a tough one for me because there are times where I have felt judged. I've felt misunderstood. I felt like a misfit and an outcast, or like, even if I'm in the club, I'm like just on the outside. A lot of times y'all know what I'm talking about. And so not making a story up in my head of like, oh, there's must be something fundamentally flawed in me, but also not making it, you know, their problem necessarily like, oh, this isn't that they suck. This is that we're misaligned because my people are going to resonate with me. There's going to be that felt resonance. And I have experienced that enough times now that I'm just like, you know what? Don't try to force it with the people where that that's not there. I can wish them the best. We can coexist. We can collaborate in spaces where that makes sense, but we do not need to be besties. We do not need to be close. I do not need to win them over with my charm and magnetism. So yeah, that's been a tough one, but it's a good reminder that if there are people out there judging and we know there are, that that is a pathetic hobby. So like, don't make that your hobby. <laughs> and I'm also working on too, like, we all have that tendency to get gossipy or whatever. And, you know, that's a bonding thing when we're sharing negative feelings about someone else. And I don't want to do that shit, right? It's a pathetic hobby. Okay. Number 10, I will make time every night to catch up with friends, be a couch potato and take a break from the world. Oh, this is so precious. Every night to catch up with friends, probably not every night, but I mean, honestly, like, I was just saying this to a friend that I texted yesterday and I was like, Hey, I really miss you. And I'm, I have not very, done a very good job, but you know, making an effort this year and I want to see you in January. And like, she really mirrored that back to me too. And I, so yeah, I think there's something I can learn from 16 year old Val here that like, even if it's not every night, I want this more and I want to make the time for that. Right. Again, it's like, if it doesn't exist as part of my day-to-day -day rhythm, it's not actually a priority, even if I say that I that it is or that I want it to be. Be a couch potato, love that, yes, because we're obviously doing a lot of ambition and achieving here. We need to take a break from the world sometimes, right? And obviously, the if we can do that in ways that are truly restorative, one episode of Netflix instead of four, et cetera, right? Where it becomes a shadow comfort that just leaves us feeling more drained afterwards. So, oh, yes, I, I needed to hear that. Last one, number 11, I will not be shy around guys or try to impress them by putting on some crazy mask personality. That's not really me. <laughs> like so much love to my younger self in this one. Yeah. So it's like, I didn't want to be shy. I didn't want to be like, you know, the wallflower because that's totally not me. But I think that, yeah, there were a lot of times in my younger life, especially where I was still figuring out, like I am this bold, loud, silly, goofy personality, and that's genuine. And I think because I was not, you know, the prettiest one, the smartest one, the most popular one, whatever, like I would just try to be like the funny one. And I sort of became the mascot and not the literal mascot, but you know, the role. And, and then I would be like, ugh, that's like, I feel like I was sort of putting that on and that, and now I feel embarrassed and, you know, I want to just be more easeful and be me and not feel like I have to like be so funny and silly and crazy to get attention. So yeah, just feeling that one for myself. Damn, I was pretty smart, you guys. And I'm sure your 16 year old self was too, but you know, trust me, that 16 year old girl also had some 
hashtag issues to work through. So I feel very grateful for all the growth that I've done in the intervening 20 plus years. I feel inspired by this list, honestly. I don't love that it's called rules. Like I would call it like guidelines or intentions, right? Or rhythms. And yeah, I encourage you to check out Cal Newport's Deep Life episodes. He calls it the Deep Life Stack, that he's sort of iterating the ideas for that upcoming book. Because as I'm looking at mine, I'm like, yes, this is such a good synthesis of really the big picture of my life and how that shows up in my rhythms. And I'm actually going to be doing a workshop on rhythms sometime very soon, probably <laughs> early-ish in the year. So stay tuned for more on that. And I hope that you have a wonderful rest of your day. Hell yeah, friend, you made it to the end. I so appreciate you tuning in. And if you enjoyed this episode, make my day by subscribing and leaving a five-star rating to help other people find this podcast. You can follow my antics on TikTok at Bad Bitch Therapist and on Instagram at the same with dots between the words. Also make sure to sign up for my weekly tough love notes where I bring even more vulnerability and strategies to plug into your day-to-day. Look for that at badbitchtherapist.co. Thanks so much for being here. Now go out there and slay the hell out of this week.